Hello people! This is a bonus episode where you can hear Greggy and Joe and Kevin talk about Survivor. If you don't want to hear that you can delete it. If you want to hear more of it I think it will be going on the official The Orville podcast feed going forward. So go to official orville.space to subscribe. I love you my dear sweet sweetie. <clears throat> um so what season is this David versus Goliath? Yeah. yeah. Season uh, 37. Hold on one second. Okay, here we go. Once a young boy named David defeated a giant who was over nine feet tall. This is the story of what happened when David agreed to take on Goliath. And the way David rescued the Israelites gives us a sneak peek preview of the way God would send another young rescuer to free us all. That's right, folks. We're talking about season 37 of Survivor, David versus Goliath. Wow. (laughs) And this is Survivor Boys. (laughs) That's right. Survivor Boys is Survivor Back. It is the year 2018, the year of our Lord. Uh, I'm your host, Joe McGurl. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I've, I've got my other hosts here with me. Uh, Kevin O'Brien. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and wiggle that one on over to our other host, Greggy, the man. Hey, guys, I'm the junior host of this one. <laughs> hey, I, I made a little I made a little um theme song it's not much it's just a sting oh, really i like this Ooh, i love okay. when one of the boys has been in the lab cooking up something really yummy <laughs> yeah uh this is really really yummy so here we go i'm a survivor Ooh. Ooh. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that rules. Wow. My taste buds are tingling. That was a yummy treat. Yes. I, yeah. I really love that this season is, you know, based on the Bible. We're finally getting there. Mm-hmm. Well, it they have been... contestants every year that are like, they're always about like God and Jesus. They mm-hmm. always talk about it. So it's mm-hmm. finally, finally yeah. they're doing this for us. Well, the good thing about, well, the crazy thing I should say about Survivor is that it always exists in this kind of, um, kind of like gray area where you can be, you know, the Bible says, don't lie, thou shalt not lie. But yet on Survivor, you can kind of bend the rules because it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they've read the Bible plenty of times over and nowhere in the Bible does it say that. You can't lie when on Survivor. You, yeah, it doesn't say if you find a hidden immunity idol, you don't have to lie about it. Yeah, and not telling somebody that you have found the idol, uh, the idol is not the same as saying, no, I haven't found the idol. Right. It's just withholding information, which is not illegal. Mm. Or against God. And right. the beauty of 
God is <laughs> that he comes to us in the form of his son, Jeff Probst. Right. And, he, yes. and he comes with these moral dilemmas, these kind of classic battles uh, throughout time, the, the good versus the, sh- the bad, the, the strong versus the weak, the smart versus the stupid. Yes. And Jeff spaketh unto them, come forth and light your torches because in this game fire Fire represents represents your life life. (laughs) and if your fire goes out so does your life (laughs) on this island oh yeah rest in peace pat we don't want to get to that no no spoilers yeah yeah Uh, what a hero yeah. So for for you listeners out there who are just joining the Survivor Boys for the first time, you may have somehow got onto my computer and saw the uh, one that me and Joe recorded like four years ago. And if you <laughs> Wait, listen, what season was that for that we did it? Uh, with this one when I remember Darnell dropped the goggles. Oh that yes, was, yes, was, yes, yes, yes. That was all I remember oh, from that no. season. Which was a, a great flaw, and there was nobody who made those the, such a huge game flaw in this episode in a challenge. Uh, but there were some who made uh, a few um, social uh, faux pas and kind of may, maybe ruined their social game. And we'll get into that. So, this, folks, if you're listening for the first time, which you should be, this is the survive. <laughs> this is not the Survivor Boys because the show's not called the Survivor; it's called Survivor. So, this is Survivor Boys. And yeah. pretty much we're going to break down every episode. We're going to give you our tips. We're going to give you, we're going to also give tips to some of the contestants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe, hey, you should try looking over there for the idol, stuff like that. <laughs> um, and but we pretty much we'll be covering it, uh, going over it. Kind of we're the a, only podcast that does this. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. So if you're out there, if you're looking for, you know, if, if you haven't gotten your Survivor fix, you've watched the episode, but you want more Survivor, come to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, I did see several really good spots where I thought there might be an idol, but uh, should we explain what the show Survivor is to people? Yes. Like, oh, we should? Because I was going to say no, because you'd have to be an idiot <laughs> not to watch the show. Well, idiots listen to podcasting. So that's true. Survivor is a game uh, developed, I think, after somebody watched Castaway and they said, let's do this with around 30 people or maybe 20. 20. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's what they whittled it down to. At first, the idea was. Well, they started with 50. Yeah, that was we can't do fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have enough camera guys for fifty. That's right. Kevin was watching uh, Australia Survivor. That's where he got the thirty. <laughs> yeah, right? this is true. Yeah, uh, thirty. I always thought there was a lot more people in Australia Survivor, <laughs> and this just confirms it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they get they get people on the island. Uh, Jeff Probst is the host, and he. Makes them do games and blah blah blah. Eh, maybe we don't have to describe the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of times the the tri- okay, so everybody on the island is divided into tribes, right? A lot of times the, the tribes have really dumb names that are like from the island they're at, like 
I don't know, mana holler or something like that. That's just yeah, that's just a random word I just made up. <laughs> a little problematic, maybe. But and they they be doing that though. Oh, they do do that. Yeah. But on this one, this one is special because it's David versus Goliath. So on the David side, you've got all these um real scrawny weaklings, but they have very high faith in God. And then on the other side, <laughs> you have these gigantic like hulking goliaths and uh and they're all yeah they're all devil worshippers and every one of the men on the goliath team is uncut ladies yes (laughs) but they are cut as far as their abs their pecs their arms absolutely and there was even one who used to not be so cut uh oh yeah uh, yeah a guy named dan Mm -hmm. who He's gone through a major change. Uh, he's a police officer, and he he was a little overweight. Because what happens when you join the police is uh, there's donuts here, oh, free coffee here, oh, oh, you need a pizza, you're a cop. They just give you a pizza, right? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're you packing on like hundred pounds or something, and you're looking over at the SWAT team, and everybody over there is cut, you know. Yeah. Like rope, they look like ropes, mm-hmm. and you gotta lose that weight to join the SWAT. So what Dan did is he decided enough games. Uh, I'm going to get fit, and I'm going to join SWAT, and he did it. So hooray, Dan! All right, yeah. Um, and maybe all that dedication is what Dan uh, needed because I think Dan's gonna win. Ooh, oh, he's here, boys. At least this week. <laughs> okay yeah maybe he did win the week we'll have to decide that at the end but it's mm-hmm. possible man so um, let's see we, we could go over people on the show did we yeah, describe exactly. the show good enough <laughs> yeah i mean at that. this point it's been on for 18 years <laughs> if you don't know at this point you know yeah like, just think about the way you think of it, <laughs> and you're probably right, because it's been in the culture for so long that you've, it's probably sunk into your head by now. But it is also the greatest show of all time. Oh, yeah, of course. Pretty you much they put, they put 20 people on a plane. It crashes somewhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> somewhere random. Yeah, somewhere over the Pacific, normally. And it will watch the, the survivors. Hopefully, it's the 20 people they put on the plane. They... <laughs> They wash up onto a beach, and Jeff gets to play God. He splits them up into <laughs> tribes and pits them against each other. And he says, but I'll give the winner $1 million. So basically, the last person on island gets a $1 million. Uh, that's before taxes. So uh, It's always sad when 20 people don't survive the crash. And they, scra- and they scrap yeah. the season. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why they start. They start with thirty, and then they have, <laughs> they have collateral. Australian Survivor figured out. They kind of this. They got bypass. the ratio just right. They have a, a Sully. He's doing all the crashes for Australia, so they're having a, like a hundred percent survival rate. That's right. <laughs> if if you don't remember Sully, they were gonna do a Survivor, <laughs> but there were too many survivors on the plane. And they had to mm-hmm. scrap that season. Uh. <laughs> um, do we want to go through like all the people on the show, or 
I think uh, just we should thoughts? just talk talk about the screen time, the people who got screen time, really, because okay. Uh, the, my favorite, one of my favorite moments on the show was like within, I would say, two minutes of his starting. Uh, I, I don't know her name here. Let me, I guess maybe I should find that. But the business lady uh, who said that people would be willing to take a bullet for her. Oh, yeah. Her, mm-hmm. her, uh, was that Natalie? Natalie, that's right. Yeah. She, that was, yeah, she's like legitimately insane. And <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, she looks like a boss and she talks like a boss and people are going to fall in line. You bet your butt. She's a boss, baby. Yeah, I think she literally is a boss. And uh, I guess she just assumes if she tells the people that work for her to, to take a bullet, then they will. It was really good because, you know, she was getting mad about the shelter not being built uh, correctly. And then she did nothing to help <laughs> at all to do that, except just tell people what to do, which is a really good way to uh, get people on your tribe to like you is by now yelling which, at them. Now, which one's Natalie? Are you thinking, speaking of the older uh, black lady or the younger? Yeah, the older one. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Then who's yeah. who, who was the lady at the beginning who said, uh, who's just being really uh, a big meanie? Uh, God, I forget. Forget it. <laughs> hmm, I thought it was a. It's been a who's whole the, season of Sweeties so far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who was who was the white lady at the start? Who was oh, on the, like the doctor? Yes. The oh doctor. yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctor. Uh... Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of her. I gotta say, right yeah. off the bat, she yeah. rubbed me the wrong way. I do, however, like. Uh, is it Johnny? Uh, oh yeah. The wrestler yeah, the guy. Wrestler. Oh yeah, this mayor of Slamtown. Yes, <laughs> yes, the mayor is like, yeah. uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, something else to do with abs. <laughs> uh, he had abs, he had arms, he had it all. So he's my hunk alert. Uh, for- oh, he for sure gets hunk of the week. <laughs> he Well, I'm putting out a hunk alert just for this episode. I don't know if he's going to be the hunk of the week. Uh, okay, but, but he is on hunk alert? Yes, he's on hunk okay. alert. And we okay. have the hunk squad. Uh, division <laughs> out roaming the streets looking for uh, roaming the island I should say uh, looking for the next hunk and uh, <laughs> yeah he's a yeah he's a professional wrestler his name is John Hennigan um, he lists as his hobbies surfing writing and parkour slash MMA <laughs> if you're if you're in pro wrestling do you do you count MMA as your hobby I don't know I mean, I guess so. Because wrestling isn't, I mean, MMA. Right. True. Yeah. He probably, every now and then... Because MMA the, is the, fake. Every now and then when he's in the ring, he'll just pull out like a a, a jujitsu lock that'll really start hurting a guy. And he'll just like whisper in his ear like, I could really fuck you up if I wanted to. So <laughs> just so you know, I know this is all fake, but I really do kick ass. It's probably a uh, pride thing for these guys. They, you know, everyone's telling them that their wrestling is fake and that you can never, <laughs> no one's ever going to really let you climb up on the top rope in real life. And uh, so they go out there and they learn real fighting. I wonder yeah. what he writes. What, I wonder what his writing is like. Okay, because he mentions that on his... Oh, perfect. He, <laughs> he, he wrote an award-winning action comedy called Boone the Bounty Hunter. 
Uh, he also starred in it and produced it. Okay, what, yeah, what award was that? That's a good question. He doesn't mention that. I, it's got to be an Oscar, I assume. <laughs> it's got to Oh, boy. I'm I seeing the went, poster for it right now. It's pretty good. I think he won con. <laughs> when fame-seeking reality show bounty hunter Boone attempts to bring down a drug lord in his empire, he uncovers more than he bargains for and learns that justice means more than ratings. Jonathan Lipnicki is in this movie, and so is, okay. Kevin, so is Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Kevin oh. Sorbo as Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> I like Johnny because I don't know if he uh, like he seems self-aware as like most wrestlers be somewhat self-aware of like how silly you know everything that you're doing is but then when he goes to describe he, now he's currently working as a wrestler in Mexico when he describes a lot of what his uh, he's playing the heel in Mexico as like this American guy who comes in and He's bordering on the line of saying he probably talks about, like, we're going to build a wall, basically. And he's got this smile on his face like they hate it. He's like, they hate when I do it. And I don't know if he's self-aware enough to realize that what he's doing is actually bad and that it's funny because what he's doing is bad, you know, or if he really enjoys kind of getting off on saying his Mexican jokes. He doesn't seem dumb. Like he 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 does seem like he's got it. He's with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I like Johnny right now. Uh, the jury's still out, but uh, the hunkler is also the hunkler is out. in full effect <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure. I think Johnny's uh, probably w- one of my favorites on the Goliaths. Yeah, he's not my favorite. He's the total package. He's got it all. He really, he's got brains, bronze, butts. Butts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do we want to talk about Mike White and we how bad it. he is playing right now? We got to talk about Mike White. Yeah. Just if, if, if only to figure out who glued his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a constant struggle to not be falling asleep because his eyes keep closing. Who... Who, like, he's a writer, he's a, a director, or whatever. He wrote so, School of Rock, and uh, I'm sure he has some friends in the production. And I want to know who's sliding him the doobies. <laughs> he's, I know when he's saying, I'm going off to find an idol, that you know that really he's going to light up with his the only true idol, uh, Jaw in the, in the woods. Uh, absolutely, this guy's, this guy's blazing fucking chronic. <laughs> So he goes off looking for a hidden immunity idol while the tribe is uh, uh, building their uh, shelter shelter Mm -hmm. and gets caught like immediately, obviously, because he was gone for too long. Well, and and also another issue that he had was he said, I'm really pulling one over on the other guys. Uh, Nobody knows that I'm off looking for an immunity idol. And I think that like makes the producers like go and elbow everybody. Go, hey, did you notice? Uh, Mike (laughs) Mike he hasn't been around for a while, huh? We just want to round everybody up with a shot. Let's get all nine of you. Huh? Nine? (laughs) Only nine of you in this shot right here. (laughs) Who's missing? Huh? Yeah, and then when he gets caught, though, his excuse was, "I was going to put on my shoes." 
Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude, you were gone for like a like, half hour. I had, I had to go get. I don't even know you said put out. He's like, I had to go get my shoes. I was like, what? Did you bury them in the woods? Like, what are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> what a silly guy. Uh, fortunately, though. His uh, his girl, who he would take a bullet for, is the one that, is the one that warned him. And, yeah, uh, you know, because then he was able to come back into camp with his, you know, kind of handle everything and stop everybody from wanting to get rid of him. Or did he? <laughs> no, I think uh, if we look at the two camps, uh, David and Goliath, it, it's pretty clear that Goliath. They showed at the beginning that David, you know, they had the brains because they have one guy who's really good at slide puzzles. <laughs> but the Goliaths are pretty much going to, I feel like, win, you know, going on a row, uh, like winning like five or six in a row here at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty stacked in terms of physical strength. But like that first immunity challenge was like super close. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess. We'll and see. I, and I, I do just have to say that maybe my favorite part of the entire episode is when, you know, Probst is introducing the tribes and the themes to each other, and he calls out the, the doctor, and yeah. you know, he's talking about how, like, you know, what her background was life was like. And then he talks to Pat, and he's like, now, Pat, <laughs> Pat's had a terrible life. And I know, doctor, you've worked hard and everything, but this guy's life sucks compared to yours. And she's like, well, I worked really hard. It's like, no, no, no. You didn't have it like this guy, though. And yeah. I just I just really appreciated that he pretty much was just calling all of the Goliaths, like, born with silver spoons. Privileged. Yeah, uh, all the privilege. Silver spoon. Um, yeah, and Pat was, I like how Pat said, they were like, they're like, oh, you didn't really have a chance here. He's like, huh. Medical school, he's like, medical school, he's like, try college. <laughs> and then he goes, I had to go. This is when you know somebody is like blue collar. He says, I had to go straight into the workforce because I don't know, I don't like calling it the workforce because that makes you, if you know, like there's the Air Force and that's cool, the workforce is not cool. But if you're it's blue collar, valor. let's just call it what it is. <laughs> if you're blue collar and you feel, you may think that the workforce is like the Air Force, but I just had to say right here that it is not. And this is probably why maybe one of those Air Force guys, spoiler alert, has got in touch with uh, the people on, that control the sea, the Coast Guard. And he said, hey, why don't you put Pat on his back for a minute and get those waves going? Yeah, the beginning of. Uh... The episodes for every season are always great because uh, you get Jeff really just nailing that the theme for the season. He he just has to reiterate it over and over again. Oh God, he fucking loves it, doesn't he? he <laughs> yes, loves it's his favorite part. Yeah, he he stares at people until they nod their head and. <laughs> It was when, really funny. This <laughs> yeah. one, huh? When are they going to realize how clever it is? You know, and he just like <laughs> stares them down until they go, oh, yeah. <laughs> the best was like the banner revealed like behind them, though, as right. if they're at like this big celebration. Oh. Yeah. Well, they yeah. all like really cheered loud this season. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. And you are the weak, the <laughs> timid, the uh, Davids in life who, who really things haven't gone there. 
and they're all like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and you guys are the towering bullies. And <laughs> yeah, like, like both sides, you could take it as a negative. Mm-hmm. Like, how, don't you see yourself as a Goliath in life? I, you know, it's like, there's no way to humble. Uh, maybe we should go through and just say do you consider yourself more of a david or a goliath wow Mm, man this could be very powerful this is tough see what i think is that sometimes i look at myself and i think of myself as a david Mm -hmm. but then whenever somebody talks to me i know they see me as a goliath so I'm yeah. kind of like I I know I'm a Goliath, but just like for all you Davids out there, sometimes I think I'm an, I'm David too. But really, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm man, if you're getting cast on the show, what are they putting you as? Well, they're putting me on Goliath. Obviously, a hundred percent. Let's say flex your right arm, and then I'll do it. And they say, and I'll say, what well, do you want me to flex the left? And they say, no, we've seen enough. Trust me, you're going <laughs> on the Goliaths. <laughs> I mean, for me, I'm I'm a man of of tall stature. I'm six foot six. Oh yeah. So I you're... think I mean automatically they're going to put me in the Goliath camp. But I think mm-hmm. that gives me like a good edge because you know I could talk about oh you know people just see me as this tall guy, but I'm actually on the inside. I'm I feel like I'm really short. And, yes. And, you know people people don't see me from from what I am on the inside. Mm-hmm. And that gives me a good edge over the over the competition. Yeah, because they they don't they don't have any idea. They yeah, don't they have don't any know. idea how how bad they are. Right. And then for me, I think just going by my like my mind, my mental intellect, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the producers are gonna try to get me on David. They're mm-hmm. gonna be begging me. They're gonna be like, they need somebody to carry them through these right. uh, mm-hmm. challenges. They need somebody to do the puzzles in you know ten seconds flat. Mm-hmm. You have to be on David's side, please. We're begging you. But then I just, you know, I turn on that Goliath and uh I, I you know, I pound them into the ground a little bit until oh, they yeah. put me on the team I want to be well, on. Well well you do the unprecedented move of having a tribe swap it during the first second. <laughs> <laughs> you say, uh uh-huh. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I go on the I go on the David side and I receive my bolt bar. You know, as Jeff is trying to hand me my buff, I go, psych, and then I run over to the other side. <laughs> and what's he going to do? He can't stop you. No, That's yeah. A, such a Goliath move that you kind of have to accept it as fact from mm-hmm. there on out. So yeah. that take Goliath balls to do. <laughs> um, Spe- speaking of balls, uh, mm-hmm. one of the characters, uh, I say characters, sorry, these are real people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, on the show, uh, I forget his name, so maybe I shouldn't just launch into it. Uh, his name is, if we're looking from top to left, Nick Wilson, who is a Kentucky boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's a lawyer. Uh, he is a David because he comes from a trailer house, and <laughs> and he... Yes. And, you know, he never really was given much of a shot at anything. He's the first person in his family to go to college. He set his mind to becoming a lawyer. And this guy seems like the real kind of uh, manipulative guy on the team, you know, because I think there was something he said. He's like, oh, I'm not going to waste my energy building the shelter. I'm going to stand around. He's like, you're, I think he says something like, you don't have to do anything if you're really good at doing nothing or something, something stupid like that, where he was just sitting around, not contributing to building the shelter at all, but like handing people 
you know, a palm frond or like, you know, walking over and looking at something, pointing <laughs> at it. He thought he was fooling everybody, but really they were all talking and saying, okay, Nick hasn't done shit and he's my number one on my list. However, there was a really great bonding moment where everybody was revealing, I think on the second day, they all started to, they started their uh, campaign for their uh, jury speech <laughs> <laughs> where they all talked about everything that's ever like gone wrong in their life. And Nick, you know, he's just such a, he's just, you know, I know he's on the Davids, but he's such a man's man and he, you know, he doesn't really let out any emotions, but then he decides to wake everybody up. I think in the middle of the night and says, guys, I got something to say. And he tells him a very sad story and it is truly sad, you know, about his uh, mother passing and everything three years ago and how he, what happened like oh she od yeah, yeah she od yeah um so i thought you know and honestly he was he seemed like such a little weasel before i thought he it was gonna cut to him a camera and i did too i thought yeah. gonna, like johnny fairplay yeah i thought like, we we're getting my mom's five. yeah this is my mom <laughs> my mom's actually on the goliath tribe <laughs> you know or something like that you know but uh no he he even you know stuck through it in his uh what do you call them little testimonials or whatever mm-hmm. and yeah 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 so it made me actually you know, feel for Nick now. Now I'm rooting for Nick, which I thought I, I starting off. I was like, I hate this guy. Um, yeah. Do you think there's any chance he's even conning us, the audience, right now? There is a good chance because maybe he's he knows that the uh, the Sia 100K is in the So maybe he's going for the fan favorite. That would be pretty amazing if you waited until the, uh, you know, the the reunion episode yes. to reveal that he was lying. Can't wait to share this with my mom. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So so he's a good guy. Uh... I think I really like almost everyone on the David tribe. Yeah, yeah. The, the only person I didn't like was Pat. <laughs> and R.I.P. Pat got sacked. <laughs> Pat got sacked hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was I was uh, very confused by because I was on my phone during the commercial and uh, wasn't really paying attention to the TV and I just saw like a bunch of waves and then yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> they're like carrying this dude and I'm like wait what the fuck happened like did I miss something. Yeah, I had to go back as well because it was a very harsh cut. Like, it went straight from the end of the uh, challenge to, oh no, Pat is dead. I mean, I get why because like the cameras weren't on because they were just going back to their camp. Well, they can't they can't show the man's death. They could have done a dramatic recreation with like folks in the boat. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Yeah. like grab my hand, (laughs) have him drown or something. (laughs) Exactly right. The camera follows him. He he free dives like I don't know, three hundred feet under under <laughs> underwater, <laughs> but he can't bring Pat back up because Pat is like uh, holding two metal baseballs. <laughs> and he's like, and he it's almost like he wants to go because he's truly taking the coward's way out. Yeah, because yeah. he knows. It's like, that, it's like that scene at the end of the first Lord of the Rings movie when like Frodo's drowning and Sam goes to grab him. And like Probst is just reaching out and gets him and pulls him up. It's, yes, yes. Yeah. And that's what we want. But okay, maybe he even pulls back up and he tries to give him mouth to mouth. 
and it doesn't work. Oh, now that I would like. <laughs> but instead, it's just uh, it's right after the challenge. Uh, the Davids have lost, so they take the boat. I, I guess they take the boat back to their island, and on this boat ride back to the island uh, or to their beach camp, uh, you know. The Lord Poseidon has his say in this Bible story. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, don't forget about us Greek myths. I control the seas now. And uh, sends a rogue wave, uh, like in the movie Poseidon. And he, I guess, I'm guessing, like how I would imagine is he's sitting down. The wave comes. He decides to stand up, jump in the air, and like <laughs> put his body vertical. Uh, I mean, sorry, horizontal, and try to yeah. land as hard as he can on his back to kill himself. <laughs> well, he knew he was is. getting voted out that night, so he was yeah. going to do anything to spare himself the embarrassment of being the first one, first yeah, one that, out. That's the thing. This is kind of good for everybody. It, it was almost honorable because... Now the first person to get voted out is going to say, "Well, I wasn't the first person off the island." Right. But Pat himself could also, so God rest his soul, can say, <laughs> "I was not voted off a of survivor. I don't care what you say. I was killed on Survivor." It was extreme when Probst pulled out the pistol and just <laughs> put him down. But that was for the best. Yeah, it was. There's nothing you can do in these remote scenarios. I'm assuming that Pat asked, he said, the only way I'm going out is with a Probst bullet. And funny enough, for our German listeners out there, Probst actually means uh, cheers in German. And I think um, uh, I think Pat said Probst, like cheers, yeah. just before get he the, shot him. Get, the, get the, the famous Probst pistol and just, just end it. So, <laughs> oh come on, Greggy! I'm just—I love you, Pat. <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised it took 18 years for someone to die on Survivor. <laughs> well, they, well, they had the scene. I taught, I mentioned it to you guys with Pat. They were like, "Whoa, you're gonna die, dude!" Uh, trees with a hatchet, and he swings. Yes. To get very minimal uh, reward, tiny <laughs> yes. stick, like a very <laughs> almost <stick>. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and first of all, my first thought is he's gonna kill somebody else. I don't think Pat's <laughs> gonna die. I think Pat's gonna be the first murderer. On, <laughs> but plot twist is always Probst is the first murderer. <laughs> <laughs> or well, it's a, the a, first a, time he, he has on the show. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. yeah. You you could see, you know, probes get so excited about the themes of the seasons now. You know, millennials versus Gen X, mm-hmm. oh, heroes, healers, hustlers. <laughs> All he does is like, you know, he brings up, he's like, you're a healer. You know, you got to do good in this world. And the hustlers, whatever. You could see him, his boner start raging as soon as Pat goes down and he's talking to him. And, and, you know, they send away the tribe, and he goes up to talk to them. He's like, can you believe this? This would only happen to a David. And it's like, gross. <laughs> a dude just fucking died in front of you. You can at least, like, give the tribe some sympathy. He, he like, like walk, he walks you know? up to Pat. They have Pat on a stretcher, and they're, like, pulling him out, and Pat's saying stuff like, you know. He's, like, goofy. He's like, I can't see. He's, like, doing all this BS, you know, like, I can't see. I can't see. Ah, so much pain. And he, uh... And Jeff runs up and he's like, no, no, I just want to ask you, uh, doctor, this is a very interesting situation because 
we've had people injured before on the show, but never on a just a boat ride uh, back. <laughs> like, I mean, how? Like, what kind of what kind of weak individual uh, does this? And you see the shame in Pat's face, and he's <laughs> he's b- almost mouthing the words "kill me, probes." <laughs> yeah. This is one of the toughest guys on the David team uh, who just got taken out by a wave on the boat. <laughs> by water. And then he was, Prost was just sitting there drinking water. He's like splashing his face like, oh. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Do you think uh, maybe Pat is a real life unbreakable? Oh, boy. He's <laughs> Mr. Glass? No, no, the other one. <laughs> the Bruce Willis one. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where water is his true enemy. Maybe he's a combination of both, where he's super <laughs> fragile and afraid of water. Hold on, is, is the twist this season that it's going to be like an M Night Shyamalan show, like it was scripted? Yes, that it's uh, a, it's, it's, this is promo for the new like tie-in movie. Nick yeah. is is the split guy. Nick, the guy with the <laughs> uh, with the sad story. He's yes. actually really that's one of his many personalities. <laughs> The whole David team is his personality. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's crazy. (laughs) I would say, like, Goliath's most famous thing is how he died. But it was a David that died on the the show. It's ironic. Well, that's how Shyamalan gets you. He just subverts your expectations. He pulls back and woo. It's actually David's dead body on the beach, not Goliath's. Yeah, man. Well, do you guys think there's going to be, I don't know, some sort of slingshot challenge? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. There has to be, right? Yeah. Oh, God, I hope so. (laughs) Oh, man. And Prose is going to be so excited about it, too. Like, I can just see it right now. This is the ultimate David and Goliath test. The <laughs> slingshot. And you have to do it. The Goliaths have to do it with the one Goliath. eye closed. The Goliaths are standing on three foot stilts, whereas the Davids <laughs> only get a stone in a, in a, in a satchel. The Goliaths and, are uh, actually buried underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should just go full Bible and have like a... Uh, and, and now, uh, like, just change the track names. Like, you know, they got Abraham <laughs> and his son. <laughs> and we yeah. all know how that turned out. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jeff should read a Bible verse before every challenge. <laughs> yeah, man, I wish I knew. I wish I knew more about the Bible to actually <laughs> get, get some good jokes off here. Because I'm yeah. uh, very limited. <laughs> I know um, there's somebody could turn into a pillar of salt. Uh, yes. Uh, a challenge where is that they... true? <laughs> I mean... I know there's something about a pillar of salt. They can turn into yeah. it? Well, oh, well, if you look back on the, at the city of Sodom and Gomorrah or something mm. like that. Yeah, that's right. There's Thank a you. challenge where you have to uh, cut a baby in half. <laughs> Oh God! Is that in the Bible? Yeah. Well, it's uh, Solomon's uh, idea. Uh, Solomon's... I don't think they actually do it, but that that he was really smart. So, well, yeah. guys, welcome to Bible Talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, here's this a good one. Here's our favorite a... segment every this week. This is our episode, know? Solomon's Plight, uh, where we go, <laughs> go on about really how hard it must have been for Solomon to come up with that kind of an idea, and uh, in a time where that sort of thing was considered radical. 
Uh, if there's ever a, a tie vote, they have to uh, go to making fire to light a bush on fire. Mm, Burning yeah. bush, right? Yes. Wow. That's powerful. Should we come up with like the Survivor Ten Commandments? <laughs> Rule, yeah. No, commandment one: Thou shalt not get into a man. Oh yes. And Man, we have, uh, what's his name? Dan. Dan, Dan. Violator already. Dan and uh, Dan's already met his bay, and they have such a cute moment when they meet because he's like, uh, "You're totally my type." <laughs> and what's it? What's her name? Who's this girl? Uh, Kara. Uh, Car- yeah, Kara. Kara. Is it Kara or Kara? I think it's Kara, <laughs> and his dog's name is Kara <laughs> because because he's like, oh, uh, what does he say? Like. I don't know. He says he says something. Uh, somehow she brings up. Uh, oh, he he calls her his her his kryptonite, and she's yes. like, "Oh my god, that's so funny!" Because my name is Kara. Uh, Kara, like I'm I'm the same name as the show Superwoman or whatever. And he's like, "Oh my god, I named my dog after her." <laughs> and she goes, "Yeah, what do you call your dog?" And he goes, "Kara." She's like, "Oh my god, it's perfect." <laughs> Meanwhile, her name's Kara. Okay, <laughs> so this is a. Uh, I think. Kara is is working Dan over here because she's selling that whole I'm Kara thing, and <laughs> I would I would love to see him call her Kara the rest of the season. Well, I think she even says you pronounce it Kara or Kara. That's cool or whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. the opposite one is. She's like, ah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so not everything could be a perfect. It would be funny if you. I actually call her Kara, my dog Kara, even though it's Kara on the show. <laughs> it's really crazy like how hard he goes after like they just met each other he's talking about like they're not even 15 minutes into the show and he's like like, they're walking to the watering hole yeah he's talking about kissing and how she's beautiful and all this stuff like slow down man and it's, she's, it's she, madness the way he just like launches it. He's like, "Oh well, we could just kiss in private." It's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> she's blushing though, but like she's falling too. This is it's so weird. They they're like, "Hey, we're on this island and we're gonna fall in love in five seconds." I don't I don't understand. Like it's almost like they, I don't know. It has to be. It has to be real. It all has to be a real. I love. wonder. Do, do Dan and Kara Kara realize? Like they get to leave at the end of this? Do they think they're just stuck <laughs> on the island now? Well, after the plane crash, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you go through a traumatic experience like that, it's like you, you feel like you've known each other your whole life after Yeah, then. you just bond so quickly. Uh let's see. What what else do I have on my so notes? What's, uh, what's uh commandment number two? Thou <laughs> shall not uh go off for the idol while everyone's building shelter. Sure. I think that's, that's probably got to be up there. Thou shalt not idle chase. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you just sure you use yours. Uh, oh, geez. You, you um, know what? This isn't a commandment, but something that Nick did that I thought was actually pretty clever is he said, I'm going to give all uh, things names. All of my. Uh, oh, that was all, great. I love all that. Of my alliances, all of his alliances like, names. He's like, I'm going to brand it. Like, it has to be a brand. Like, it. it thing which i hadn't really picked up on the show before is like once they name their thing then they're kind of like hooked to that that idea it's like putting a you know like a oh geez like a symbol or or something for it you know which is Mm -hmm. 
as we all know that in this you know biblical season is yeah. how you know if you ever look up in the sky you'll notice that airplanes kind of look like crosses huh? never thinking about that <laughs> that is true i think i think that's good three commandments <laughs> Y'all want to do any more? I think I'm good with three. No, Survivor's got way less commandments. I, I'm sure yeah. as we... We'll find more commandments. Um, Rule number four. I know you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Say it louder for people in the back. Yes, the people in the back. I yes, queen. There's people are talking and they need you to say it again. One guy who I like is is uh the robotic scientist Kushin oh. Kubicki, who oh, yeah. I I I'm, like ninety nine percent in my brain is telling me this is not a real person. This is not a real person. <laughs> no. Yes. This is this is a big bang theory algorithm <laughs> created this guy. Like a bot watched uh Big Bang Theory and you know produced this guy. They 3D printed this guy because he is He's just everything. He's not uh, authentic like, jeez, uh, what's his name? I can't think Cochran? of his name. Yeah, he's not authentic like Cochran. He's, I don't know. He's like Cochran. Yeah. He is um, like a robot simulation of Cochran. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like exactly that. It's funny. Yeah, my he's favorite robotic. part about Christian is like when he's talking to people, he kind of like hunches over a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, he like gets in really close to them because he has no social skills like, whatsoever. <laughs> and thinks like talking close to people is like how you do it because he doesn't know how humans interact. Like, how do I look robot. like? How do I look like I'm listening like with sincerity? <laughs> I know I'll arch my back like fucking gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> I look like yeah. a Osiratu. <laughs> He's he's an immediate favorite. He's really good. Yeah, definitely. And he he teams up with his uh, fellow nerd, right? Because nerds got to stick together. And there's a lot of um, you know, what do you call it? Uh, birds of the same feather flock together stuff going along in this opening. You see the black people team up. You see <laughs> the nerds team up. You see like the the awkward ladies team up, which is like the purple haired Puerto Rican lady and the 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 woman oh, in the, the cowgirl. Cow yeah, yeah, the cowgirl. Um, you know, Dan and whatever. It, it's very much uh, what you'd expect if you know if you started this experiment. You'd say like, who? If you just looked at everybody, said who would team up? Pretty much like that's going so far. Yeah, for sure. It's very base level. Nothing too deep yet. Which I guess is like you know standard survivor strategy is like go to somebody who it seems like the easy relatability. You know. Yeah. You know, and then go from there. So, but I, I do see, like, from from what we see next week. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. But it, it seems that uh, Christian is a student of the game type player. Um, unlike what's his name from freaking what's the guy's name? White. What's his name? Mike White. Mike White. Yeah. yeah. Mike White. Not a student of the game. Uh, immediately gets called out. That's what I liked about it was that he's he used to be on uh, Amazing Race apparently, and somebody goes, "Oh, where are you? I know I've seen you before." And immediately, the person who knew the information wasn't like on. Was on Amazing Race, and he was just like, "Yep, yep, yes, I was." Like no chance, no denial, no nothing like that. He seems very carefree in yeah. his like assessment of the game, like oh. 
They'll never notice me. Oh, da, da. I like it. <laughs> Let's see who else. Who else? Um. Oh, how about the the girl that is so young? Oh yeah. <laughs> She's uh, she's only 19 guys, but she told him she was 22. Right. That's what mm-hmm. I love about they did this with uh what's his name? Will from Millennials Gen X. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or no, no, he, he didn't hide it. Who was it? I don't remember. Someone recently like hid that they were 18. Was it last year? God, I can't remember. All these Yeah, the guy from Ghost Island, he was like 18, but told people he was 22. As if that makes, like, any difference mm-hmm. at all in, like, maturity levels or anything. And the fact that these people feel like they need to hide that is so funny to me. It's like, who cares if you're fucking 18? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, what? what is, I don't understand how that really plays into the social aspect of the game. I mean, maybe at first to try to, I don't know, bond with people but I mean, it's not like it's not like being 18 years old is ever going to be like, we got to get this person out there, an 18 year old. Like, yeah, it's never yeah. it's not like, oh, this guy's a cop and he's been lying. It's it can only <laughs> I feel like serve you bad. Like th- there are certain things with uh, on the show where if you, you know, were on another show before or if you're a cop for some reason or, you know, if you have a job where you're kind of a. I don't know, like somebody who can manipulate in some way or another, they will, you know, they will lie about that. But being 18 yeah. years old, that doesn't have any factor into the game. I don't, know. I don't know. It is always crazy when somebody has the the strategy of hiding or lying about something like that's their base thing. Like, right. it, it's so weird. Like. Even if you tell people you're a cop, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, not nobody's gunning for Dan right now because he told them he's a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, it's it's so crazy to me that the, the things just, that like, sorry, the things that are are like being a millionaire, like Mike White is right. Thing. Yeah, having been on a show, like someone's seen how you act <laughs> on a show before, like Mike, like Mike White. White. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I don't know, going off idle just to say Mike White's name again, but even though that has nothing to do with uh, what I was talking about. But yeah, or like pretty pretty much those things, right? Like being on another show, uh, being that, or for some reason being a cop, which was Tony's whole thing or whatever, mm-hmm. which worked for him. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's something about it. I think that's like the whole thing is like they're trying to emulate Tony or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's only one. All right. There's only one, baby. Yeah, that's. I feel like a lot of these players try to kind of fit into, you know, it is a social game. You know, it is, you know, kind of. I know we crack on Jeff because he thinks he's like some mad scientist, <laughs> but, but he's. You know, but these do these people do fall into kind of like categorized roles on the show. Like oh yeah, for sure. Pat right away. Like, how many times have you seen Survivor? Pat and Natalie, both of them. When building the shelter, like to be the one that's like, "Hey, you do, you do that." Yeah. Nobody likes that. Yeah. To, or to be the or to be the person who doesn't help out. People know, like, I don't understand how they don't understand this going into the game. It's yeah. just something in their person. They must be good at casting because something in their personality just doesn't allow them to just turn it off for a little bit and be cool and you know let things go. 
It's wild. I really liked when they were uh, making the uh, roof for the shelter and the one girl on, uh, on the David team asked the other one, oh, how did you know how to do that? Oh, like yeah. wave the fronds <laughs> together. She said, oh, I watched it on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. Like that rules. That's smart. Good job. But it does. Like that's like when people like fucking get on the show and they don't practice how to make a fire. It's like yeah. you know <laughs> you might have to do that. Like it might cost you a million dollars and no one does it like every year without fail. Did she ask that to the Asian girl? Because part of me was thinking that she was gonna say, like, oh my grandma, like like part of me thought that the white girl expected her when she said <laughs> when she said you Oh, okay. Oh, oh, duh. You know, like it was a very uh, uh, it it subverted some expectation there from for her. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I, I do have to say the, the editing this episode I thought was really good. Like everybody got a confessional. Like everybody talked in the cast, which I think was cool. And the I'm, way they did the immunity idol reveal, I thought was really cool. Where it was just like they had everybody off looking yeah, for it, and then yeah, Dan was, was just cool. like, "Everybody's looking for it, but I got it right here." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Hell yeah, that was cool." But then yeah. Dan fucks it up by showing it to those two girls immediately. <laughs> it's like, dude, and what are you doing? He's so horny, bro. He's, like, <laughs> he's so horny. He's like, and I found it with guess who? The two hottest girls, most beautiful women on the entire island. It's like, it's like so? I will give this to you if you kiss me. <laughs> How about we play a game? Like, even Every on the cheek, kiss. kiss me on the cheek. All right, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that was such a, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting strategy or lack of strategy being played. I think, uh, like, I think the sleepers are going to be, like, that truck driver guy. I think he seemed like. Well, do we want to do power rankings? Oh, boy. Man. I do want to say, before we move on too far from Dan, I do want to say it is ironic that, uh, the only woman that Dan wouldn't take a bullet for on the Goliath team is Natalie. That's crazy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's yeah. a very good point. But yeah, power rankings. Hmm. Who, who do we think is player of the week? Player of the week. Let me look at the list again. You know what? Natalie should paint herself like a blue line. So Dan will never cross her. <laughs> 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 that's a good uh, idea that seems like that joke was plugged in like later <laughs> <laughs> um player of the week i think it, for me it might be nick uh uh-huh. he's got he's got the sneakiness going he actually broke down and um confessed to everybody at the slumber party and everything uh i think he he had a lot of uh good play on this episode mm-hmm. and he's got the crazy you know names for every for every uh alliance thing going on yeah i i thought it's hard to say like i want to give it to dan because he found uh like he just playing so boneheaded now like, like <laughs> everything in addition to that was done wrong you know he did the way he he pretty much just lucked into the idol in some way he was even looking for it with three other people at a time when everybody was like i guess we're just gonna go look for the idol so it wasn't like it was a a sneaky go get the idol kind of moment or but he even like when he found it he could have hidden it like yeah for sure yeah for sure 
or saved it and just showed it to his the, the right, girl that he right. likes, you know? Or like what I've done anytime I've been arrested and had weed on me, uh, or, or not arrested, <laughs> like stop, <laughs> stop by cause. And I was like, don't look wherever it is, you know? So just yeah. kind of like, you know, like just walk past it. Don't even look in that area again, dude. Know where it is. Be like, oh, I, guys, I forgot my shoes, you know? And then you go back later and you go put your shoes on where the idol is. Very simple, guys. So who are you going for player of the week? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to also give it to Nick because he even, he noticed his only mistake, which was not opening up with the rest of the tribe. <laughs> and he decided I've got to wake everybody up my own individual like moment uh which people will probably remember more his moment because it was the last one and it was done later in entire day i think nick's actually like a secret uh kind of uh he's a master gamesman uh i'm ready to say wow yeah i'm going nick as well oh is, wow uh, yeah it's i was surprised but uh i for like all the reasons you guys said and it you know, I think that like strategy of naming your alliance is actually really smart because yeah, it's it really, really does good. like it really does excite people. You know, like everybody remembers like Cops R Us with like Tony and Sarah <laughs> and yeah. and uh like on Australian Survivor, the Champagne Alliance from last year. So I think like naming that is really smart to like get people like, okay, we're definitely in this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean like he pissed people off with the shelter thing and not helping, but People are going to forget that now that Pat's mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> so. Yeah, I definitely considered giving it, you know, honorarily to Pat. Oh, I mean, if we're talking about like memory, yes, in memoriam, Pat is first year MVP. I mean, a guy like Pat. That's a legend. Speaking. When they like cast the legend season, it's going to be like Rupert and like Boston Rob and fucking Pat. Well, he's dead now. They'll just bring right. out his corpse. Right. They'll, right. they'll weaken to Bernie's him. Pat swings a hammer every day, guys, which is something that anybody can say. So when he got to build that uh, shell, when he got down to building, I was like, this guy's going to take care of it. He swings a hammer every day. Uh, everybody should fall in line and respect it when he yells at him. Um, when, when he yells at them. How about a least valuable player? Ooh, I, I know who mine is. Yeah, I do too. So Greg, you, well, you guys, well, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, I Kevin, go off. Well, I got to go with uh, Alec Merlone, Merlino because I have no idea who he is. I'm looking at the capture <laughs> picture and I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking, where where, where were you in all this? Uh, so, Alec, uh, I don't know if you got really screwed in the edit, but I don't know what alliances you have or you're talking to or what's going on with you. So you got my weak, weak link. Yeah, I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got to go with with natalie like there's mm. no way like she's just pissed everyone off on her try i mean i, I but i also kind of want to give it to dan because yeah. like, dan played like you just... gave him gold and he turned it to shit like... yeah like <laughs> you had everything going for like he's a he's a, like an attractive guy he's athletic he helped build a shelter like he has all these things going for him and he found a hidden immunity idol but like two minutes into the game he gets in a showman's like of astronomical proportions <laughs> and and then like shares his idol with two other people that like really he's not that close with like they've known each other for a day 
So I, I got to give it to Dan. Like that dude, That's he's at a bad, he's in a bad spot. I don't think he's in danger of getting voted out right no. now, but I think he's playing the worst game. Yeah, if, real quick for Greg goes, if I could say like, my vote isn't for who I think is going out next week or who I think right. is going or will be next out on any particular tribe. Because if I were to say next going out, well, I think I think uh, it would be somebody on the Davids because I think they're going to lose again. But Goliath, it's Natalie for sure. Like she mm. she seems to be the weakest physical link as well as the the weakest uh, or the most annoying. So yeah, and it's got to be said <laughs> she's also older than everyone else, and that never mm-hmm. like works out. Yeah, and yeah, and she's also a minority, which doesn't. I mean, historically, in survival, just we're talking statistically just, only. No, I, I, yeah, yeah. It's no, just, it's true. It's like, just not looking good. I like black how they, women don't make it far. Like, it's just true. I like how they made the. Uh, it, it's like some sort. It's like some weird, creepy, natural thing where like, the rest of the white people in the show will just be like, "Yeah, so we should just get rid of the the black lady, right?" Like, <laughs> right. it's like a. It, it's a cre- actually creepy thing when yeah. it happens, but uh, it's unfortunately part of the game. So it's just not looking good for Nat. Yeah, Greggy. Uh, well, if it if it doesn't have anything to do with uh, who we think are, is going next week, um, I got to pick Pat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he kind of played terribly. Um, he got killed. Uh, just in general, just terrible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A, a true coward. <laughs> Rotten hell, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like if this was the challenge, TJ would be looking at him. Oh uh, yeah, you you know I don't like, <laughs> don't like you know I don't like quitters, and I would say I want to stay, and then he's like, no, the doctor's telling me you have to quit. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and of course, MVP Doctor Joe. Anytime that man is on screen. Mm, yeah. What'd you say? Sorry. I mean MVP for Doctor Joe. Just always. Oh yeah, always yeah. I would love it if Dr. Joe had his own, you know, like Dr. Oz type show. (laughs) Uh, That would rule. It's like all island based, like (laughs) mainly like this is person has exposure. This person has dehydration. (laughs) Uh, This this guy was on the sun for too long. Yeah. This person here has an infection that's, uh, you know, hasn't been treated with antibiotics in over two (laughs) weeks. Stuff that would be good. They should have an episode of like a Dr. Oz type show with Dr. Joe. And they play it every morning for the the, <laughs> the people on the island. <laughs> yeah. Hell, I'd watch it. <laughs> um, um, Lamos from this episode. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Oh, definitely can we, okay. Should we give out our, our hunk award? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hunk. Yeah, I think Johnny's running away with the hunk award. <laughs> I Dan, think so. Dan is just like maybe a hunk, but and, and uh, but you know he's just not a hunk upstairs, which you know his brain's not a hunk, and that's actually yeah. goes a long way. And Alec, uh, Alec Merlino, he might be the hunk, but I just didn't. I don't think I saw him on <laughs> I don't screen. Know who he is. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, Johnny, Johnny is for sure our hunk of the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. On an honorary hunk, of course, to Pat. I mean, 
For me, I got to go with uh, the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Nitro, John Morrison, <laughs> Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact, the Shaman of Sexy, and the Wednesday Night Delight. Nice. John. And, uh, All right, um, and uh, do we want to do early winner picks? Who do we think is going to take wow. it all? Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, early winner picks. I'm going to some... go with... I'm gonna go with uh, under the radar, uh-huh. Alec Marino. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gonna take it. Wow, that's. I bold. mean, there's, there's no one even knows he's there. <laughs> right, he's, he's, really under the he's radar. definitely gonna sneak right into the merch. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm because they don't show him in the first edit much. I'm like wondering if he has like a huge racist blow up in the next episode <laughs> or something. <laughs> like, I, I hope not. They're distancing him. Uh, yeah sorry i I hope not that for you uh (laughs) only for you (laughs) thank you well is he your dark horse or is he like your true uh, well because you said like um, you know you're you kind of suggested he was your dark horse victor but i mean look i I say we could have a dark horse and our (laughs) oh and a real one uh well then and our main horse. I'll have to think of a, a non-joke answer. One second. You go ahead. For uh, okay. me, I think I'm going to go with Gabby from the David Tribe. She's the nerdy girl. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. She's got an alliance with Christian, and mm-hmm. I think Christian's cool. And uh, yeah, yeah I don't know. She, 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 was, she was making some other connections, too, with uh, the 19-year-old. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. She, she seems she to seems, toe she, that line. Yeah, she's like, got. She seems socially pretty savvy and pretty mm-hmm. smart and uh, physical as well. So I think she can. Uh, she might be able to do it. Oh, I like that. Well, and that's I like your, you, man. And that's your pick to win. Uh, I think so. Okay. Okay. It's not my pick to win. That's good. All right. Well, I love good. We're gonna have three different. <laughs> <laughs> I think my pick to win and. Just because of how much I didn't like him at first, and I just got to go with Nick. I know he was. I know you guys are thinking I'm. I'm foolish for picking our our first uh, winner of the week, <clears throat> but I. He just seems to have the total package, and it seems like he seems physically capable. Um, my dark horse would probably be. <sighs> Whoever the girl was that was kind of saying, like, "I don't like Natalie or whatever, or kind of put Nat on the on the chopping block, because it, it seemed like that that was like a good little oh yeah, you know, yeah. gameplay there. It's like she pointed; she was the first to speak out that this is the person that we don't like. So it seems like she does have some sort of she, she kind of put her first little control on the game there. So yeah. if Natalie goes. I think at least as a viewer, you would kind of credit her as the one who started. Natalia, the- that's her name. Natalia, I like her. Yeah, she's. she's I, think that's a good, I think that's a good pick too. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Well, I kind of want to say Gabby because I think Joe laid out really good reasons for why <laughs> that would be the case. Um, but hmm, I think it could be Miss Cara herself, Kara. Wow. Um, because I think if they try to split the showmance, they're going to try to get rid of Dan. Yeah. And he's the one that'll go. And then she has been making good 
you know, she, she's been talking to other people on the tribe and uh, maybe not necessarily <laughs> totally hitching her wagon to Dan. Yeah. Um, so I think it's possible she could go all the way. Um, but in my true heart of hearts, I agree with Joe because uh, he's a smart guy. And uh, I think he's more likely to be correct than I am. Yeah, Joe's kind of the survivor whiz kid of this, uh, of this crew. Yeah, it's true. I have seen. I'm the one that has seen every every season. Every yeah, episode. he's got like a, a Christian-style brain when it comes to Survivor. <laughs> That's true. I, I am the Christian of our group. <laughs> well, just when it comes to Survivor, I mean. Just for Survivor, of course. And, and, and robotics. And, and religion. And robotics. <laughs> yeah. You're the Christian of the group. But. <laughs> and for like, um, you know, sex with ladies. He's like, uh, he freaking sees them as the Matrix, basically. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, my sex game's like uh, Alec Merlino's because <laughs> you're not really sure what's going on, and I like to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a real Pat type. <laughs> you're, you're out out of the yeah. first. Yeah. You shake you shake me too hard, and you just have to put me down. But, but what a beautiful but what a beautiful imprint you leave. Like everybody yeah. remembers it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So if it wasn't going to be Pat, who was it going to be, really? Like, yeah, no, I think it was going to be Pat. One yeah, way or the yeah, other, it was going to be Pat. It was going to be Pat, right? Like, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. I think probably, if not Pat, then uh, Lyrsa, just because she's, you know, not as uh, physically capable as everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. The guys she didn't do have, have, she didn't have like, connections. So, besides for the cowgirl. Yeah, yeah, they didn't really too much. In a way, I think the way Pat went is his best his best result because if he had gotten voted out, there's yeah, no chance he's ever coming back to the show. Yeah. Whereas when he when he goes down the way he did, it's possible they might bring him back at some point. Yeah, definitely. It was a free he's a freaking crisis actor, dude. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He is. Uh I really wish Jeff called him out on the air. Just like you're faking it. Stand up. Stand up, pussy. Like kind of like so like here's here's a thousand dollars. You stand you can stand up, it's yours, you know? And then as he stands up, you're like, nope, you're gone. You're off the show. Jeff just stands over him, pushing out his chest. Does this hurt? Does this hurt? And so I think uh, that, so yeah, so they didn't have a tribal council um, because Pat was the one that was going to go. And yeah, so that ties up this episode of Survivors, the new season. Um, it looks like it's going to be a good season. Yeah, I'm excited, actually. It a uh, pretty good cast so far overall. And uh, yeah, everyone looks looks good. Yes. Oh, here's, here's a classic bit. Should we give it a probst rating? Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I'll start. Okay, okay, go for it. I give this episode a probe. Okay, so mm. a probes, a probe. Sorry, I almost probes. No T, uh, because it did have you know the first survivor death, which was immediately brought it <laughs> brought it to a pro. Right, that's a media mm-hmm. three letter, uh, like bonus. And but you know the rest of the episode was good. It was a strong introduction. It didn't have 
too crazy or too wild other than the death of Pat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, there wasn't any like uh, blow ups when a show's got like a blow up, uh, you know, someone going in truly insane. That's when I give it the props with that. I was like super exciting challenge. The challenge uh, was kind of lame. If you ask me like that whole, uh, uh, what is the thing that they did where they went on a, a stick across <laughs> that? What was that thing they yeah, did? Yeah, it was oh, kind of like a bolted? seesaw kind of yeah, thing. With it, the... That was like just a time-consuming thing. There was no like danger or anything with that. It was just such a stupid thing. So that uh, it didn't get the, the full probes for me. Yeah, I'm going to give it a probes as well. No T. Uh, I mean, T stands for tribal. T stands for, that's right. If you don't have tribal, you don't get my tea, sweetie. <laughs> just sipping, just enjoying these tea leaves, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I really, I think it was one of the best premieres, like, in recent seasons. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I think the cast is really good. I think the theme is stupid, as every theme yes. is. Um, it's so just thrown in there, but whatever. It's fine. Like, it's not offensively bad yet uh mm-hmm. but it's only been one episode so we'll see how much probes really hammers this one in uh but yeah everyone was good there was good some good gameplay uh i actually liked the challenge i thought it was fun uh the big puzzle was cool mm-hmm. and uh yeah and pat died so you gotta <laughs> give it you gotta give it probes <laughs> Uh, I think I'm going to give this one the full probes, t- and that's Whoa. the T, sis. <laughs> Michaela at Tribal Council sipping that tea. She's <laughs> sipping that tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it would have been a little better if there was a tribal, but on the other hand, Pat died. <laughs> yeah, a ritualistic death is just as good, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Should have laid. Should have like laid his torch next to him. <laughs> you know what? As as any good, uh, it was just. It's always funny uh, to bring this up, but they should have had a Viking funeral. For yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. A, a Viking funeral is always funny uh, in any context. In this game, fire represents your life, and then Jeff sets him on fire. <laughs> Uh, that's how we would have wanted to go, I think. It's yeah. too bad. It's too bad they just threw him in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just put him in the um the dumpster out back of the uh branded Outback Steakhouse in the middle of the island. Well, for Ghost Island season two, they're gonna be like, "This is these are Pat's actual ashes that have now become a hidden immunity idol." <laughs> They're gonna like uh, use the young Robert Downey Jr. technology or whatever, and <laughs> make, like young Pat floating through Ghost Island. <laughs> Be like, oh, you gotta build a shelter with a with a strong structural base. I've been swinging hammers my whole life. <laughs> oh god, uh, it's too bad we weren't doing Survivor Boys for uh, Ghost Island because. Um, it occurred to me that it would be really funny if they, like, when they were on Ghost Island, like, the producers actually tried to make the survivors think the island was haunted. haunted. <laughs> yeah, with, like, special effects and stuff. It was like a like a haunted house, but the whole island's just ghosts everywhere. Yeah, they don't even, they didn't, they wouldn't really need to do special effects. I think just have some guys standing in the 
bushes and if you've ever been camping just hearing like leaves rustling or noises oh, true, scary. Yeah. so you know have a couple of you know stuff like that that's that guys that's what's scary to me so <laughs> all these movies coming out this Halloween, try a little more shaking bushes and make <laughs> so i guess that's our episode right like yeah well, we did it next time this no, this is how it ends. Next time on Survivor Boys. Well, it looks like Natalie's up to no good. People pretty mad. And when Natalie gets mad, things go a little haywire. That's right. Natalie's gonna flip the lid. And we'll see how that affects the Goliath tribe. Will the Goliath tribe survive? Or will it be David who does uh, better? <laughs> that was really good. I'm a survivor.